Okay, so good evening and welcome to all. It's great to be together in, in, in a way that we can uh, to do some Torah learning and some study together on what is, I guess, a, a new topic. I don't, I don't think you can find much literature on this or many ideas that, are, that uh, have been presented until now on the idea of do-it-yourself Shabbos, uh, keeping Shabbos on your own. And so the, the, the aim of what we're going to discuss is going to be twofold. We're going to be looking at specifically keeping Shabbos on your own, meaning stuck at home, whether you're literally one person or uh, a, a few people, but without community. And, and also, particularly for people who are doing this new, that, sh- that keeping Shabbos is new for them as well. So you're, you're taking a, a step up in your Shabbos observance. That, um, that is also going to be, the, I guess, the theme of what we're going to speak about. And we're, to do this, we're going to be very practical. But to get to, pra- to practical, we're also going to go from the spiritual and get the real depth of what Shabbos is and how we can make it special uh, in whatever circumstance we're in. Now, just some sort of practical notes. So I've, I've, I've muted everybody. Uh, you can unmute yourself, but, but preferably, if you do have questions, there is a, a chat that you can open up, uh, a chat box, and you can write down uh, questions. I will also pause at certain points and, and maybe unmute you, or you can unmute yourself to ask a, a question. Uh, but to keep the sort of flow going, I'll, I'll more be, be speaking for for uh for a while and then we'll take questions that, that you have of course you can also ask me questions separately afterwards uh, be in touch with me if there's something particular for you that you'd like to to ask um and w- i'm going to make certain assumptions about the audience uh that you are intelligent but not necessarily knowledgeable of all the laws of Shabbos. So I'm going to make it on a level that anyone, even if you've never kept Shabbos before at all, you'd be able to, to understand. Um, and and I, I guess what, what the aim here is, is to really make your Shabbos, starting from this week, a spiritual, inspiring, fun, enjoyable experience, something that is not just a consolation prize, that in our current circumstances, we've got to do it the best we can. No, it should be actually, this is an opportunity to keep Shabbos in a way that may be better, may be deeper, may be more impactful and more enjoyable than you've ever had it before. Because uh, I believe that we're put in circumstances not by accident, it's where we're supposed to be. And each one of you are at a different stage in your life and your spiritual journey. And if we're in this position, at this point in history, right now, if this is when our souls came into the world, that means that, that our mission and our job is to experience Shabbos this way. And so for some of you, it may be a stage in your life where you are taking on Shabbos a little bit more. Perhaps before this whole isolation thing started, you, would, you had started attending shul a little bit more, studying the laws of Shabbos a bit more, and embracing Shabbos, and then this happened. 
And all of a sudden, a major element of Shabbos was taken away, and that is the community. The idea that you get together with people, both in shul, for the prayer services, and at home, whether you host or you are hosted as a guest at a Shabbos table, these major fundamental elements of Shabbos have been taken away from us to a great extent. And so we've been left flailing a little bit and sort of losing, losing the momentum and a bit, a bit lost. What, what are we supposed to be doing to make Shabbos and make it enjoyable and special? There is no question that an element of Shabbos is the social element, the, the getting together with other people, both for the meals and, and in the shul, that uh, the idea of sharing Shabbos with other people who are doing it is an extremely important one. And the support you get from going to shul, singing the songs, having, having an inspiring service, learning um, Torah together with others, that, that you then can take home to your table and to your home, that is, that is a big element of Shabbos, which has been taken away to a great extent at the moment. However, I want to be clear that as important as the social element is to Shabbos, it is not the essence of Shabbos. It's not, it's not what Shabbos is all about. It's a part of it. And now it, we're more challenged in the social side of it, but it's not what it's all about. And so I think if we appreciate and understand what Shabbos really is all about, what it's really supposed to be, what we're trying to achieve with Shabbos, if we get that really clear, we'll see that that can be done now. It will take a little bit more effort, more focus, more intent from you to do this. But therefore, it will be even more rewarding, more meaningful, more real, more internalized than ever before. It's easy in a way to go along with the flow sometimes. When you just have a routine of Shabbos and you're surrounded by people doing the Shabbos thing, so you, you're, you're taken by it. You go, you go with that flow. When that's taken away, like now, the question is, so how much is Shabbos, is it mine? Is it actually mine? How much can I internalize this message? This is the challenge we have now. And what I hope in these classes that we can do is help make that real and make it, make it possible. Because I believe it is. I believe it's possible and I believe you can do it. So, so what's the essence of Shabbos? Let's talk about that first. We're going to go, go through a little bit about the essence of Shabbos, what it really is. And through that, we will appreciate how to capture that essence the essence of what Shabbos really is, and to do it even if you're all on your own. What is Shabbos? Shabbos, what we're trying to achieve with Shabbos is to enter into a sacred space. It's not merely a day of rest to take a break from our weekday activities. It's a time to go into a deeper space, a higher space, a more spiritual space, to connect with our soul, to connect with God, to connect in all of our relationships on a deeper level, to appreciate who you really are. During the week, it's a lot about what you do. You know, when you meet somebody, so what do you do? Well, and that refers to what you do to make a living, how you keep yourself busy during the week. On Shabbos, it's not what you do, it's who you are. Who are you? Who is the person that you actually are? We're trying to go to to find ourselves and to connect with our, our deeper self. That's really what Shabbos is about. And all of the, the laws of Shabbos, all the customs, all the traditions of Shabbos are all means 
to try and create that, to try and create that for you, to make that happen. Now, this is not always apparent because if you open up many books about Shabbos, a lot of it is about the laws of Shabbos. And there are numerous laws of Shabbos. And these are extremely important. To keep Shabbos properly, you need to know the laws. And the laws are many, many don'ts, not many do's. There are a few things to do on Shabbos, to make Kiddush and, and to hear the Torah reading and various things that we do on Shabbos. But as far as the don'ts, there's a long, long list of don'ts what you're not allowed to do. And sometimes learning those without the inspiration of the meaning behind them can be uh, a bit daunting and seem quite negative. The, um, there's, a, there's a story of a student who said to his rabbi, he's learning about Shabbos, and it's, it's just all negative. It's all restriction. It sounds like Shabbos is basically a day to ruin my fun, to, to not have fun. The rabbi said, what do you mean? He said, well, it's all do not, like do not use your phone. Do not go on the computer. Like it's, it's all, you're not allowed to do things. All these things I'm not allowed to do. That's what Shabbos seems to be. The rabbi said, no, 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 you've got it totally wrong. Shabbos is, is about allowing you. What do you mean? He said, you're allowed not to use your phone on Shabbos. You're allowed not to use your computer. You're allowed not to go online on, on Shabbos. Meaning that during the week, we are so attached to these things that it's hard to allow ourselves not to, to actually move away from them. On Shabbos, you're allowed to not answer the phone. It's okay to not be on call for the, for the, for the 25 hours of Shabbos. You're, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to be who you are, not to be stuck to all those external things. Uh, in a time like this, when we're glued to the news, as if somehow we think that by checking the news, it's going to help somebody or we're going to, we need to be informed of what's happening around the world. We're so addicted to it at this time. And Shabbos says, you're actually allowed not to check the news and things will be fine. You'll see the world will be okay. Even if you haven't checked for an entire day, everything will continue. The, 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 the politics of the world, they'll sort themselves out. They don't need us. We can actually switch off, log off for an entire 25-hour period. And it's, it's so necessary. It's more needed now than ever. So this is the essence of what Shabbos is. What we're trying to achieve is this spiritual experience, going, going to a higher spiritual place. So it's definitely a little bit easier when there are a lot of people around you doing this, doing Shabbos, and supporting that atmosphere. There is something about going to shul on Friday night that gets you into a mode, a Shabbos mode, and through the singing, through the words of Torah, through the atmosphere of other people, you get into that mode. It sort of naturally gets you into that. And, and, and then you can take it from there. And at this time, without that support, we have to create it on our own. We have to create that, that exact experience on our own. And what we're going to do is we're going to see that what you have to start doing is you have to become an event organizer and you on a weekly basis are organizing three events three events every 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 week there is a friday night event there is a saturday morning event and a saturday afternoon event you're you're organizing three events you are the coordinator of that event you are the host of that event you are the participant of that event 
You're the caterer of that event. You're the janitor of that event. It is, it's, all, it's all you. You are making this event happen, but it is an event. And just like any event requires planning and pre, uh, uh, you, you, have to, you have to have have a view in advance of what you're doing. And you have to have prepared everything for it and thought it out. So too, every, every Shabbos, these three events that you are coordinating and you're also the recipient, the, the, the customer of that event, you have to have planned it well and you have to have done all the preparations. What I'm going to do is help you with, with those preparations, help you structure a Shabbos, those three events of Shabbos, Friday night, Saturday morning, and Saturday afternoon, into three events that will make Shabbos uh, fun, interesting, inspiring, and to be honest, addictive. You won't, you won't be able to go away from it. You, you, won't, you won't want it to ever end. A part of this, and, and a, a, a pact that I'm making with you, is that you're actually keeping Shabbos. Keeping it meaning really doing the full thing. Now, usually I would say, for, for most, most of the time, I, I would always say that in taking on keeping Shabbat, to be Shomer Shabbat, to keep Shabbos properly, do it in stages, do it in steps, do it bit by bit. To go from not keeping it to keeping it fully is a, is a very big jump. And I would usually say, take it slow, take it bit by bit. However, sometimes you've got to bite the bullet. You've got to take a jump. And so what I'm suggesting is to try and do it all the way, but do it well planned. If you jump into it without planning, then you fall into a hole. It, it becomes too difficult. But if you do it the way that I'm, I'm going to suggest, I believe it will be extremely rewarding and a full experience. So that's for those who have not yet kept a full Shabbat. Do it this week. For those who already keep Shabbos, so we have our ha- habits and we have our, our systems, and we have what we're used to in keeping Shabbos, but that's all been thrown out the window. So we have to reinvent Shabbos. What, what, what we want to achieve is that Shabbos should not be something that is just a nice relaxing day to switch off. It is that, but it's not only that. It is a day to switch on to a deeper level, to allow yourself to express a deeper level of your soul and to really uh, rejuvenate on, on, on that level. And so that is going to be through our three meaningful events over Shabbos, our Friday night, our Saturday morning, and our Saturday afternoon event that we're going to do. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you uh, my screen. Let's see if this works. Um, Okay, you see that? So, um, we're going to go through, uh, this is just, and this PowerPoint, I'm, I'll share with you as well. I'll send it to you. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, it's just a few pointers that we're going to look at. So, here are our, our three of, uh, uh, well, there's, there's four times of Shabbos, but three events of Shabbos. There's Friday night, there's Shabbos morning, Shabbos afternoon, and then Havdalah to end it all. Uh, Havdalah is after Shabbos, technically. So Friday night has a certain energy to it that is completely different to Shabbos morning. And Shabbos morning has a totally different energy to Shabbos afternoon. 
And then Shabbos afternoon is completely different to after Shabbos when it ends. The way the, the mystics have described it is in, with the four elements of creation. That there's a mystical concept that all of creation is made up of fire, water, air, and earth. These are the, the four basic elements of creation that the ancients identified. And these four elements come into Shabbos. That Friday night is the time of fire. Fire is warm, is energetic, is, is passionate. And there's something about the Friday night energy where you've gone from weekday into the holiness of Shabbos that there is, there is some explosion of energy. It's a fiery energy. It's the, the candles are lit, which are fiery as well. And, and that's the energy that we create on Friday night is a, is a fiery, warm, energetic, inspiring type of energy. When we move to Shabbos morning... The energy switches entirely, and you go into the water state. Water is cool, calm, relaxed, a little bit more, more placid, more introspective. And that's how Shabbos morning is. You know, many, many people have Friday night, you know, traditional type of families who will do a Friday night dinner, and they'll have a bit of a Friday night Shabbos. They might go to shul Friday night, but they never did the Shabbos morning. They never got into the Shabbos morning thing. It just, just wasn't, wasn't their thing. When, when you do, when you start experiencing Shabbos morning, so you find a totally different aspect of Shabbos. It is, it, it's a deeper level of, of relaxation. It's, it, there's a cool, calm sort of energy. So the Friday night service, for example, in shul is very lively, energetic, a lot of singing. Shabbos morning is a bit of a longer, cooler, calmer type of service, a little bit more introspection going on. Uh, it's also a little bit more intellectual. We, we read the Torah reading. We talk about the Torah reading in, a, in depth. It's, it's got a, a, a cool, calm, water type of energy. Then Shabbos afternoon, as the, the, the afternoon continues and the, the sun starts to go down, the end of Shabbos, the last part, last hour or two of Shabbos, has an energy of its own. And that corresponds to air, which is the most ethereal, the, the most abstract, the most spiritual of all the elements. There is a, a level, a, a high level of spirituality that we can reach at the end of Shabbos, which supersedes all other levels of Shabbos. When you've gone through your Friday night with your fire and the Shabbos morning with the water, you reach the, the Shabbos afternoon, you're floating in the air. You're, you're feeling a, a, this elevated sense where you're being lifted to a higher place. It is not so tangible. It's not, it's not so easy to put your finger on. And for that reason... A lot of people have dropped off by that time of Shabbos. You know, you've got your Friday night crowd who are into it. You've got the Shabbos morning crowd who are still there. But to be the Shabbos afternoon crowd, you've got you to really have held on because that's where Shabbos gets uh, more subtle and, and deeper and takes a little bit more attention to, to connect with. And that's where that's the, 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 the clincher is really at Shabbos afternoon, especially in the summer when Shabbos afternoon is long. You've got to make real effort to make it special. After all that, we make Havdalah to end Shabbos and we come back down to earth, to the mundane world. And Havdalah is the, is the ceremony that formally ends Shabbos. And with that, we come back into the world, but not the same as we were before. We come back into the world having been inspired, rejuvenated, energized, and ready to face another week with purpose, with, with mission, with conviction, 
uh, and and we can't wait till the next Shabbos. And at some stage after that, you have to turn your phone back on. But the that's really coming back down to earth. So we are going to look at all these stages, the the the, the three events of Shabbos, the Friday night, the Shabbos morning, the Shabbos afternoon. We're going to look at the Havdalah to formally end Shabbos and, and go into the weekday. Uh, and we're going to make make sure that we're getting everything right. So if, if you understand what I'm doing, I'm going like from above to below. We had a like a bird's eye view of Shabbos is this day of holiness getting into into our our soul. We've gone down a little another step now. We've divided Shabbos into these three events and then concluding it with Havdalah. Now I'm going to hone in on Friday night. And for this evening, that will be our focus. To, to make Friday night into the fiery event that it's got to be. How do I do that? Okay. We start with preparation. You cannot enter Shabbos if you're not prepared. It will, be, it will not work if suddenly Friday afternoon comes, it's time to light the candles, and you say, okay, we've got to organize a function tonight. We've got, we've got an event now. Events don't work that way. You have to be ready in advance. I've got a very basic uh, checklist here. There's a there's bigger checklist you can find online for, for preparing Shabbos. But these are the essentials that you have to have organized. And it doesn't have to be Friday afternoon that you wake up to do this. You could do it Thursday. You could even do it today is Wednesday. You could, you could, you could do it on Wednesday as well to, to have things prepared. Uh, candles and matches you need. It, it won't help if you come to the time for candle lighting and you don't have candles or you have candles, but you don't have matches. And then you try and light, you know, a piece of paper on the stove or something and make a mess. Matches and candles, make sure you have them. Uh, a Siddur prayer book and possibly a Shabbos table book, which has the Kiddush and the Shabbos songs and the, and the benching, the grace after meals, have that as well. I'm going to provide you with one of these. On, I've got a, a PDF of all of this uh, that is needed for fr the Friday night. Uh, that, that I, I can provide for you. And that will be something you can print out and utilize if you don't have one of your own. You need wine or grape juice, uh, enough for the Friday night Kiddush, the Saturday Kiddush, and for Havdalah as well. So that's probably uh, at least a bottle of, of, one, of wine or grape juice, and you can have more if you'd like. You need challah, and I've said four challahs here. Uh, you can have more, or in theory you could have three. You need two whole challahs, for the Friday night and for the Shabbos day. Each meal has to have two whole challahs. You may only eat one. If you're by yourself, you may not eat two entire challahs per meal, or you may. That's fine. You, you know what you eat. So you, what, you, what you need to do is, is the minimum is to have two whole challahs for Friday night. You could eat one of them or slices of one of them. The other one keep whole for the next day and have two whole challahs for the next day for the lunch. We have two whole challahs that represent the manna that fell from heaven. When the Jewish people were in the desert, when they were traveling through the desert after they left Egypt, there was a miraculous food that fell from heaven and a double portion fell on Friday for Shabbos as well. To commemorate that double portion of manna, we have two chalas, and we'll speak about it later as well. So uh, you need food for two, or th uh, two to three meals. Friday night, Shabbos lunch, and on the longer, on the longer Shabbos, you need also for Shabbos afternoon, you need something to eat. So you have to make sure you have meals. And this has to be in advance. You can't cook on Shabbos. The meals have to be prepared beforehand. 
the, the, there are laws that, that we'll discuss at another time about keeping food hot. You can have a hot plate, but you can't cook things on Shabbos. So all of the food has to be ready before Shabbos. So for some people, that means cooking Thursday night. If you're working the whole Friday, so, so cooking on Friday afternoon is not going to work. Cook on, on Thursday. Have it all ready. And then on Friday, you can just put it on a hot plate to keep it warm or whatever you need. But that needs to be planned in advance. You also need a chumash or parasha printout, the Torah reading of the week, which these days we don't have a Torah reading. We don't, we're not going to shul. You should read it at home. You need a chumash, which is the five books of Moses, the, 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 the Hebrew Bible. To, if you have a book, then you can look up the weekly parasha. If not, you can print it out, and I'm going to send you a link that has a beautiful uh, PDF every week of the parasha of the week with commentaries that you can, that you can print out on a weekly basis to, to read through together. And then books and printouts of articles. You need reading material. Shabbos is, is a, a time for reading. If you're an avid reader or not, Shabbos is a time to read and to develop a, an enjoyment of reading. And, uh, and so I'm also going to send you some, some fascinating uh, websites and links where you can print out entire books that are suitable for Shabbos. Because the type of reading that is specific, Shabbos reading is specific. It's not the same as weekday reading, which we'll talk about later as well. I said here a white tablecloth. You need to make the Shabbos table special. It can't be the same as your weekday um, table. It, it, it's, not, it's not just like sometimes you just grab something to eat and, and run off. It has to be an event. An event needs a white tablecloth. It, it needs to have a sense of importance to it. And, and on that, I would also say... You need to dress appropriately. You need to dress for Shabbos. Dress yourself. Just like you dress the table, dress yourself for Shabbos. You, you shouldn't be wearing your weekday clothes. Wear something special for Shabbos. Even now when we're not going out. And so the rules of getting dressed have changed for many of us. I know myself, I'm no, I'm, I'm no longer strict about having matched socks. Uh, and, 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 and even on Shabbos, I'm, I might not have matched socks. But I will wear my, my Shabbos clothes. I'll wear something special for Shabbos. I'll let you wear slippers. That's fine if you want to wear your slippers. But, but, but put, on, put on something nice, even though you're just in the, in the home. It changes your mindset. It, it puts you in a state where I'm going into a, 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 new, a new state of being. And that's something that you, you need to put effort into. Make sure you dress the table and yourself special for Shabbos. Then some little practical notes on, uh, um, on the right there. Uh, the lights. When you're keeping Shabbos, it means that... The lights that are on when Shabbos comes in are on. The lights that are off are off. And so that means you go around the house before Shabbos comes in, before you light the candles, and you make sure the lights that need to be on are on. The lights that should be off are off. If you have a timer, some people have a timer that they can set things on times in, in, uh, in advance. That's fantastic. But um, the, the lights itself, they have to be set correctly before Shabbos. And another light that you have to have in mind is your fridge light. A little technicality about Shabbos is just like you can't turn on or off lights. So the light in your fridge goes on or off when you open and close the fridge. Even though you don't, didn't directly do that, but you did. You opened it and the light went on for you. You need to fix that. Older fridges, you can just unscrew the light bulb or you can put a sticky tape with a sticky tape over the little flippy thing that, come, that, uh, that, that goes when you open the fridge and you're done. Uh, newer fridges, you sometimes have to unplug some, some stuff. Uh, it's not too, too complicated. Um, I can help you if you can't figure it out. I'm really good with, um, 
well, unplugging bridge lights. But anyway, so 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 that's something you have to have that all planned in advance. The other thing is a hot plate here um, for heating food. You can get what's called a Plata Shabbat in in in, in Israel, which is a, a plug-in hot plate. Food that you've cooked before Shabbos can stay hot on the on the hot plate. A slow cooker is also another way of doing it, where you cook something up before and leave it cooking over Shabbos. The complicated laws of the cooking on Shabbos, which we, we'll we'll deal with at another time. But that has to be all set up before Shabbos. All the cooking and the heating of the food has to be set up before Shabbos. Same thing with your air conditioner or heater. If it's cold and you need heating, or if it's hot and you need air conditioning, set it before Shabbos. It can be set with a timer that goes on and off. Uh, but that has to be done all before, all in advance. And if you're going to want to have tea or coffee, um, have an urn, a hot water urn, uh, that keeps water hot and available for Shabbos. This is a small checklist for the basics of making Shabbos happen, uh, making sure that you've got everything uh, that you need just to uh, to get by through Shabbos. We could add to this a lot, but let's leave it at that. The quote here from the Talmud, someone who works before Shabbos will have what to eat on Shabbos. And the opposite is also true. If you didn't work before, you'll have nothing to eat on Shabbos. Okay, let's move on. If I can figure out how, yeah. Okay, here's your Friday night program. You, you all remember the event coordinator. This is your, this is your basic program. You're going to start with, with candle lighting, uh, which is your cutoff time. When you're cut off from the week and you enter into Shabbos. You're going to then continue with your prayer service, turning around from the weekday perspective into Shabbos perspective. You're going to sing a couple of songs and say Kiddush which is taking the experience of Shabbos into your body by drinking the grape juice or the wine in. You're, you're internalizing it. You're going to then wash your hands and make hamotzi, the blessing on the bread, which is sanctifying the act of eating, that your, that your table is a holy thing. You're going to have dinner, and that dinner is going to be with discussion and meditation. Discussion if there's another person there or, or if you're happy talking to yourself. Meditation is, is, is even if you're completely on your own, you're not on your own. You have your mind, you have your God, and you have your ability to connect to ideas. That will be your dinner. Grace after meals is the benching, the, the prayers at the end, which is to have gratitude for the blessings you have. And to wrap up, the, the meal is over. And then reading into the night, an, an, a night of reading and, 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 and connecting. Now, we're going to go through each one of these steps in, in more detail, this is, this is your program for Friday night. This is to create the fiery energy of Friday night, to go through all of these steps. Now, none of them can be skipped. Uh, you, you can't, you can, there, are, there are some ways of um, shortening some of them, which we'll talk about, but you can't skip any of these, these stages. You've got to do all of it to have the full Friday night experience. You can't just eat dinner and go to bed. It's got to be a, a, a real event. So let's go through each one. Candlelighting. So, so it's important to know the candlelighting time. It's 18 minutes before sunset. Uh, in Jerusalem, it's, the custom is to do it 40 minutes before sunset. And that is found in your calendars, in your Jewish calendars, that, that you can find yourself. The idea is that there's got to be a cutoff. Because you've, you've got, there's got to be a time when, like, from now, I'm into Shabbos and stopping everything else. It can't be a vague thing that sometime Friday night this is going to start. Look at the time on the clock. Look at the, at the calendar. It says candle lighting is this time. Everything must be done by candle lighting. And so the idea of the, of the Shabbos candle lighting on your, your sort of meditation is 
that I am switching off right now. The, the weekday has finished. It is now it is now Shabbos, and I'm accepting the holiness of Shabbos. I, I could do a whole class, and my wife would be even better at doing a whole class on candle lighting. That's for another time. I'm just saying what the what the, what the meditation is of it. What the what the how it fits into to our our function, our event that we're doing. Uh, men or women can light candles. It should be noted that in a, in a home where where women are present, the women light the candles. If you're a man alone, you light candles. A, a man lights Shabbos candles if there's no women woman there. So it's not it's not exclusively a women's thing. Uh, it is only a women's thing if a woman is present. And so take the moment of lighting the candles to close your eyes, pray for yourself, your loved ones, for the world. Uh, it, it is an extremely powerful moment. At that, that moment when the light of the candles are being lit and, the, and the, the light of Shabbos is being brought into the world, it is a powerful moment to pray. And so close your eyes and take that moment to, to pray. Some people have set prayers that they say. Others do, it, do their own thing, which is, which is fine as well. Just pour your heart out and, and pray for things. Uh, pray for, for, for what is needed for you and in the world. You're bringing light into the world and that light should spread through, through your prayer. And there's a saying from one of the Talmudic sources, the Mechilta, that says that when Shabbos arrives, you must see it as if all your work is done. This is an extremely difficult meditation, but this is what should, you should try and, and visualize when you're bringing in Shabbos, when the candles are lit. And that is all my work is done. Meaning, you may be in the middle of a project at work that has huge amount of pressure and it, it, you've, you've rushed out of work on Friday afternoon and straight after Shabbos or, or Monday morning, it's going to be there and there's going to be a huge amount to do. But when Shabbos comes in, you have to visualize that job being done. It's non-existent. It's completely finished. Uh, don't go into Shabbos saying that there's unfinished business and I'll get back to you after Shabbos. No, because then it's, it's dangling in the back of your mind. It's, uh, it, it's playing at you. You have to go into Shabbos like it's finished. There is nothing else to do. The world has come to a standstill. That is the visualization that you need to have when Shabbos comes in. That's your candle lighting experience. That's your accepting Shabbos. It's all done. Everything is done. My work is done. Uh, like God created the world in six days, and on the seventh day he rested, the world was finished. He finished his job. So to you. Your world is finished. The fact that it's not true, it's 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 it is true, because on Shabbos you're given renewed energy. The world is renewed and enlivened on a new level. So you're not continuing your life after Shabbos. It's not. It doesn't work that way. In fact, one of the the great sages and mystics, the Or Chaim, said that the world was only created for six days, and the seventh day of rest, and that's it. Every Shabbos, the world is renewed. So every Sunday, it's a completely new world. It's not the world it was before. Shabbos gives new energy, new vitality to the world. And so whatever you are doing on Friday afternoon does not exist now. What you're going to be doing on Sunday and Monday is a new world with, with a new you, with new energy. So it's not just an imaginary thing. This, this on a spiritual level is true. And I think it's, a, it's a, a psychological and spiritual line in the sand. I'm lighting the candles. That world is finished. I'm into Shabbos mode now. I'm going into Shabbos mode. That is the candle lighting experience. Moving on.
to um, the prayer service. If candle lighting is stopping from the weekday and and saying goodbye to the weekday, the prayer service is pivoting into Shabbos and, and moving into Shabbos mode. And so it's really important to include this as a part of the event of Friday night, to do a prayer service. It's harder to do it at home. It's certainly harder to do it at home. Um, but it is extremely meaningful and powerful, and it can be a, a, a real highlight of the evening. I'm, I, like I said, I'm going to send you a siddur, a PDF siddur that you can print out and use. It's got Hebrew and English with English instructions of what to do. If you're able to do the entire service, to pray that entire service, that is ideal. If you can do the whole service as we do it in shul, if you're fluent enough and comfortable enough to do that, that is certainly the ideal. It might take you half an hour to do that, but if you're comfortable and able to do that, that is certainly the best thing to do. If, if you can't, if, if you're not up to that, so then I will give you a permission to do an abridged version of that Friday night service. That, that, that if the, the very least, the, the, the really bare minimum service is to do Lechadodi, the song of welcoming the Shabbos, and the Shema Yisrael prayer, the, 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 the statement of, of Jewish faith. And I will, I, I'm happy to send you the, um, the details of that, of, of what, what you need to do, um, uh, the exact pages. That's the, that's the absolute minimum. And if you do that, that it's good. It works. It works. Um, I've got here a link, uh, which I'll, and I'll send you the PDF, so you can just click on this link um, with the songs that we sing in our shul on Friday night. Many of you get my email, and, and you would have seen the link already. We've got recordings of the songs. So that can accompany you all week. During the week, play the songs, play the recordings, learn the songs, and hum them, sing them, to, to try and lead your own service. Uh, the, the music adds to, to everything. And so if, if we're just starting with the Lechadodi, listen to the Lechadodi re- recording, learn it. L- listen to it over and over again, and you'll get it. You'll get it, and you'll be able to lead it yourself. And so I think, I think that's, that's, that's a really important part of it is don't, don't skip out the, the Friday night service. Do it yourself. In your home, set aside an area where, where you do this. So your dinner's at the table. Maybe do the service in another corner. Even if you're in a small apartment, but just put a chair in the corner and this is your, this is your shul space. And people, it's interesting, it's, it does say in the Code of Jewish Law that generally when you pray at home, you should have a spot in the home that's your prayer spot. This is where you do your davening, you do your prayers. It, it becomes a little mini sanctuary corner of your home. Uh, so you've delineated your, the prayer time that's when I'm davening, that's when I'm doing the prayers, and then I'll go for the meal. Um, you'll notice in the, in the Shabbos prayer, especially in Lechadodi, uh, it's got a lot of depth, a lot of, a lot of meaning. It was written by a great Kabbalist, a, a, a mystical poem. And it refers to Shabbos as being a Shabbos bride, that we're welcoming the Shabbos bride into the world. And it refers to a Shabbos queen as well, that the Shabbos queen. There's a certain point in Lechadodi, in that song, where you're facing towards Jerusalem, where you, where you usually face for your prayers. Then it, you turn around to the back, and you welcome Shabbos, and you turn back around. In Shul, we do it. We're, we're facing the front, we face the back, and then we turn around. And that point is like a, it's a physical pivot of saying we're, we're, we're farewelling 
the weekday energy and we're welcoming in the Shabbos energy, the Shabbos bride, the Shabbos queen. It's, uh, it, we also sing a song, Eshet Chayel, which we'll talk about in a minute, which refers to a woman of valor. There's a lot of feminine imagery in the Shabbos. And who is this Shabbos bride, the Shabbos queen? Who is this woman of valor that, that we're singing to? People are surprised to hear that it's actually God. We're referring here to the feminine aspect of God. That human beings were created in God's image, just like human beings are male and female. God also has masculine and feminine aspects. And what that means is that there is the male aspect of the divine, which is a little bit more aloof and removed. There's the feminine aspect of the divine, which is more present and involved. And so on Shabbos, there's an emphasis on the feminine aspect. There's a closeness and an imminence of, of God on Shabbos. The holiness of Shabbos is the feminine presence of God. That is what we're welcoming on Shabbos. When you're singing Lechadodi, what, what you should be thinking and meditating on is that we're, we're bringing in Shabbos and the world is becoming holier. There's, a, there's a, a vibration going on, the feminine presence of God, that he's imminent, he's close, he's with us. Not the, not the aloof masculine of uh, divine, but the feminine close divine. That is what we're being embraced by at that time. This is the experience of bringing in Shamas. And that's what Lachadodi is pivoting, turning to the back, saying goodbye to the masculine energy and welcoming in the feminine energy of Shabbos. So your little prayer service can be extremely powerful. And, uh, and doing that, even if it's only those a few minutes, even if you just do, the, do those two prayers, you've, you've, done, you've done a lot and, 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 it's, and it's great. As you get more comfortable with the prayers, you can add more. As you, you read them more fluently, you can read more. If you want to do it all in English, it's totally fine to do it all in English. It's not a problem whatsoever. If, it, it's great to learn the Hebrew and to, in, to do bits and pieces of what you can in Hebrew. For example, you might learn just the line Lechadodi Likrat Kalap Ne Shabbat Ne Kabbalah in Hebrew, learn what that means, and then sing, sing just that line, and the rest say in English. You could even try and sing it in English. It, it could work. The Shema as well. If you say the first line of Shema in Hebrew, learn that in Hebrew. Learn what it means, and then the rest say in English. That's also fine. Uh, you can pray in the language that you best understand. Uh, that 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 is that is that is even better. Uh, but learning the Hebrew is very is very very powerful. Okay, let's move to the next stage. Kiddush and Hamotzi. So we've set set our prayers. We've lit the candle. Set our prayers. We're now up to the meal. We're heading towards the meal. There is a beautiful song called Shalom Aleichem, which welcomes angels. There are angels that, interestingly, it, it, we're told in the Talmud that when you walk home from shul, there are angels, two angels that accompany you. One is a nice, friendly angel. The other one is a bit of a rotten angel. And when you get home, if the home is ready for Shabbos, if the table is set, so then the good angel is joyous and, and blesses you that you should have this next week and the week after you should always have a beautiful Shabbos table and the rotten angel has to say amen I agree like what can I say but if the house is not ready and if the table is not set so then the bad angel says ah you should always be like this you should always always be a mess and the good angel says what can I say I mean uh, uh, he, has to, he has to agree th th this is the tradition so obviously what, what that tradition is trying to tell us is you've got to be ready for Shabbos in advance in these, these days, we're not walking home from shul. The angels are with us. We're, we're praying at home. 
the angels are with us, and we welcome those angels and we say, please bless us. Bless us that we should always be able to experience this blessing of Shabbos. And I think what we can visualize in, in, saying, in saying this prayer of Shalom Aleichem is that the angels are jealous of us. They're jealous of, of the amazing blessing we have. Even an angel cannot experience what we experience because angels are angels. They're, they're, they're these like infallible beings, whereas we are human, fallible beings, and we create a sanctity, a holiness in our home. That's something an angel cannot do. In fact, at the end of Shalom Aleichem, we say, Shalom. you leave in peace. We, we, we dismiss the angels because they have no place at our meal. They can't eat with us. We can eat a meal and make that holy. That's something even angels can't do. It's a beautiful, very powerful prayer. I'm going to send it to you also in that, in that Siddur so you can, you can uh, look at it and learn it. And we're going to also post some recordings of it. Eshet Chayil is a beautiful song of speaking about a woman of valor which is also sung at the, at the Friday night table before Kiddush. It extols the, 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 the value of, a, of a, a woman who is uh, generous, who looks after her family, looks after the needy, is industrious and, and uh, a great achiever. And the song, it's a beautiful song. The question is why we're singing it on Friday night. Uh, should a man who's by himself be singing Eshet Chayil, extolling the virtues of a woman? Who is this woman? And should a woman by herself be singing Eshet Chayel? Who's she talking about? The truth is, yes, they should, and we all should. Because Eshet Chayel is not talking about just any, any particular woman. It is talking about that feminine energy, the feminine collective energy that, of, of, the, of God's presence in this world. And that is actually us. We are God's presence in the world. We are the ones who bring the divine into, the, into, into this world. You and I are the woman of valor. Whether you're male or female, that's, that's not relevant. We're the ones who bring the divine presence into the world. Uh, and so it's actually describing the, the collective Jewish soul, which is God's wife, God's woman of valor. And so it's relevant to all of us. It's it's beautiful, beautiful one to sing. I'm going fast because each one of these deserves an entire class or series. Uh, but we're just doing the overview. We'll get there one day to do it in all in detail. Saying Kiddush is over a cup of wine or grape juice. And we're saying a, a prayer, we're describing the creation of the world and testifying that God created the world in six days, he rested on the seventh, and so too we are resting. The idea is that until now, everything we've done is words in the air. We've said prayers, we've sung songs. Now we do something over a cup which we're going to drink in, we're going to ingest it. We're now bringing our body into this experience. Until now it's been very soulful, spiritual experience prayers and, 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 and songs, now we're actually, our body, our physical body is going to drink something in, is going to actually ingest something. And that's the Kiddush over the wine, over the, gra- over the, or the grape juice. Um, and so this is what you should be thinking as you're making the Kiddush, read through the words and you say, I'm, I'm sanctifying this day, I'm making it a holy day. And the holiness is something that is not just for my soul, even my body, my physical body is experiencing the sanctity. I'm, I'm feeling the restfulness and the sacredness even, even on a physical cellular level. It's, it's going all the way into my body. That's the drinking down of the Kiddush. Um, washing hands is a similar thing. Well, after the Kiddush, we wash our hands to get ready for the meal. This is not just done on Shabbos. Anytime we have bread, for, for, uh, anytime we eat bread, we wash, we, we're supposed to wash our hands. Uh, and, but the idea is that the act of eating can be sanctified as well. 
just like the, the high priest, the Kohen, would wash his hands before going into the temple, we wash our hands before sitting at the table. The Jewish table is a sacred place. Our home is a, is a sanctuary. Our table is like an altar. The food is like the holy sacrifices. This is a holy act that we're about to do, that we're not just gobbling down our food, but we're actually creating a holy energy. And so we wash our hands to make this into, like we're preparing ourselves for a spiritual act. And the blessing hamotzi we make on the bread, on the challah, is hamotzi lechem in Aretz means that God brought bread from the earth. Now we all know that bread does not grow in trees. It doesn't grow from the earth. What grows from the earth is wheat. And a human being had to take the wheat and grind it and make it into flour and make it into bread. And so the bread that you have on the table wasn't made by God from the earth. It was, it was made by, by our human hands. But that's the point, that we're actually recognizing that no, nothing is really made by human hands because our energy, our powers, our, our abilities and our talents are all God-given. The ability to have bread, which is a human in- invention, is actually God's blessing. You've worked very hard during the week and you've now come to, to Shabbos to enjoy Shabbos. You've been able to put food on the table through your hard work. Yes, but it's God's blessing that has allowed you to do that. You, you create the vessel, you create the means for God's blessing. But God's blessing is the one that actually brings us the food that we eat. Uh, just like the manna fell from heaven when they were in the desert, so too the food we eat today, it's also manna from heaven. It's also God's creation. Everything is, is God's creation. It's a very humbling and powerful statement of faith to say, Hamotzi lechem, this bread God brought from the earth. He gave it to me. And to recognize that the hard work I did is just the means through which I got this blessing. So, so we've really set the scene now. We've, we've, we've really set the scene for an amazing event. Like you've lit the candles, which creates this amazing aura in the, in the room. You've said your songs and prayers. You've come and you've made the Kiddush and the Hamatsi, the washing the hands. We've, we've now set the scene for the main event, eating. The meal. Now, the meal has to be taken seriously as well. This, this, is, this is a service of God. This is an, an obligation to eat well. And so as difficult as this may be for some of us, have a good meal now. Uh, you, can't, you can't stop now. You just had, had a bit of bread. Make sure you have a nice meal. What does good food mean? It means, it means make it a little bit nicer, a little bit fancier than an average dinner. So, you know, don't just have sort of the leftover hamburger or something, but make, make sure you have special Shabbos food and, and that's, that's the food you eat. Food, obviously, that you like. Treat yourself a little bit. You know, sp- spend a little bit more on a Shabbos meal than you would on, on a weekday meal. The expenses are covered. There's a teaching in the Talmud that says, on Rosh Hashanah every year, your income for the year is decided. How much money you're going to make is all decided. Not including what you spend for Shabbos and Yontif. The, the money you spend for Shabbos and Yontif is not included in the calculation of how much money you make. How's that? You could spend more on Shabbos. That's not gonna, it's not going to deplete your, your uh, income. Try it and see. So make sure the food is good. And obviously, it's all prepared in advance, but make it, make it a special meal. Make it, make it something, something that, that's... Uh, and, and this is even if you're sitting here by yourself. The enjoyment... Your bodily, physical enjoyment is actually a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah for you to enjoy eating. 
Healthy, of course, we're talking about healthy food, but good, good, good food. Stretch out the meal a bit. Don't be quick about the meal. Make it, make it into an event. If you can, if you can do two courses or three courses of however, you, however you can, but just like stretch it out a little bit more so the meal's not over in five minutes. So you have a little bit more time to to sit and and to to dwell on it. There's a beautiful teaching that I saw um, from a book called Sefer Akana. It's a mystical book that says that we just had Pesach, where we have a whole seder to commemorate the exodus from Egypt. Amazing thing that God did. He took us out of Egypt. So we spend a couple of hours telling the story about the exodus from Egypt. So the book, this book asked the question, what about a Seder for creating the world? God created the whole universe. Isn't that a bigger deal than taking us out of Egypt? For the exodus from Egypt, we have a whole Seder. What about for the creation of the world? Shouldn't we have a Seder for that? And the answer is we do. The Seder for the creation of the world is Friday night. Every Friday night is a Seder to celebrate the creation of the world. What does that mean? We made Kiddush testifying that God is the creator of the world, but I believe that what he means by this is that the, the Friday night table has to be a celebration of God's creation, of God's hand in our life, and it's a time for us to reflect on the part that God plays, plays in our life. And I'll give you a, an example of how you can do this. And this, this applies if you're with other people, it's easier to have a conversation. If you're on yourself, on your own, it might be easier to do more of a contemplation and a meditation on your, of, of your own. But either way, the idea is to look back at the week that was and identify where God's hand was in your life. You'll be amazed how every week, Every week, without fail, you'll be able to identify something that happened that was a little bit amazing. A, a, a minor miracle that happened. I'm not talking about something that at the time maybe you were so amazed by, but if you reflect, if you look back at the week, you say, that conversation I had was, was quite extraordinary, or that opportunity that came up, or that seeming coincidence that I bumped into that person, this conversation I had, this interaction I had, there's something amazing every single week, but you have to train yourself, your, your eyes to look for it. If you make this a weekly custom, that at the Shabbos table, if you're with people to have it as a conversation, if you're on your own to have it as, as a, a contemplation of your own, where what was the miracle this week? What special thing happened to me this week? And what it does is, is it actually, it, it's self-fulfilling. When you do it every week, you look for it during the week. And your eyes are more peeled and more attentive to seeing the amazing things that happen to you all the time that could go unnoticed. Look out for those things. Look out for those special things and, and, and appreciate them. Tell the stories. This is your Seder, the Seder telling the story, not of the Exodus from Egypt, of the creation of the world that is ongoing, that is happening to us right now. So that should, should be, that's an example of a, of a, a conversation a meditation, a contemplation for the Shabbos meal. And then the meal has to end and you have to say the grace after meals. The grace after meals is thanking God for everything, for the meal that you just had, and for the miracles of the, of the week and for all the blessings that you have in your life. It is a time to give thanks. If, there are, if you're sharing the meal with people who are present in the room with you, so then it's also a time to give thanks to them, to show appreciation to them. To appreciate the um, 
the blessings that, that, that they've, they've given you. Uh, we take our loved ones sometimes for granted and the people we're with the most are the people who we appreciate the least. This is a time to actually stop and appreciate the things that we do for each other. It shouldn't, it shouldn't really be every day, but at, at least Friday night to give thanks and to show appreciation and point out the things that we've, we've done for each other. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and, and this also applies to when you're on, on your own, to think about the people in your life who've been a blessing for you, the people who, who have helped you and have guided you, and to show appreciation, think, think thoughts of appreciation, thank God for sending those people to you. That is the, the grace after meals, the benching uh, at, at the end of the meal. And then finally, into the night. Uh, here in Australia now, it's winter time. So you could have done all of this. Candle lighting these days is, is uh, when is it, just after five o'clock. Uh, so, you know, you could have done a beautiful sing-along service. Had, you, you could have done, sung all the songs in the Kiddush. You've had another, a wonderful discussion over, the, over a three-course meal. You've, you've done the grace after meals, the benching, which I'll also help. I'll send links to, to help you do the, the grace after meals. You, you've done it all, and it's 7.30. Like, w- what happens now? So, you know, it, 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 you're going to go to sleep now at 7.30? Maybe. Maybe. You may have had an exhausting week, and you, and you may be completely, like, finished, and you want to you, you have, have an early one. Beautiful. Wonderful. No, no worries about that. But I would say, maybe bef- just before that, add, add another little bit. Do a bit of reading on, fr- on Friday night. And the reading material you have to have prepared in advance, of course. You either print it out from the internet, and I'll, sh- I'll share with you some links, or you, you have some books that you have in advance. But make it holy reading. Not ju- don't read the newspaper. Don't, the newspaper is the last thing. That's what we're trying to get away from on Shabbos. The, don't, don't just read novels or, or read something sacred. Read some holy material. There are some beautiful, beautiful books and, and articles that you can print out, inspiring things, Torah ideas, stories of great people, uh, explanations of the things that we're, that we're talking about. Go, go deeper into it. There's, there's lighter reading and there's heavier reading. There's deep stuff and there's just enjoyable stuff. There's all types, but make it Jewish. Make it, make it sacred and, and something holy, special. This is, this is my Shabbos book. This is, my, this is my Shabbos reading. I'm not saying you can't read that during the week. Of course you can. But, but, but Shabbos has to be an elevated level of, of, of reading. Uh, you can you make, it, make it a thing that you finish books. One of my teachers in, in Israel, a very great rabbi, he, he told me before I left uh, studying in Israel, he said, make sure that when you start a book, you finish it. And it was one of, one of the greatest bits of advice that, that I've received because you know how often it happens. We start a book, we open it, and then we find something else. So we think, oh, I shouldn't be reading this. I should be reading that. Finish books. And Shabbos, you've, you've got time. Make sure you read books cover to cover. Not, not, not all in one Shabbos. It can be over months. But like have a book that you're going to get through. I want to get through the whole thing. There are beautiful commentaries on the Torah that you can read um, in, in English that are very accessible. Make, make it a time when you, when, you, when you finish books off. You can swap with friends as well. If you've run out of books, if you've read all your books, swap, swap books with friends is a nice thing to do. Do, do. Say, I've got 10 books that I'll give you. You give me 10 of your books and, and we'll exchange them. And, and that, will, that, will, uh, that will keep you busy. A bit, a bit of reading into Friday night. Now you've had a full, nourishing, energizing, inspiring night. Now you're ready to go to sleep. But 
We don't say good night on Friday night. You know, there's a custom not to say good night, Laila Tov on Friday night. You say good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom, but you don't say good night. And the reason is because there's no night on Friday night. There's a fire, there's a light, there's an energy, there's a brightness. It's not dark on Friday night. It may look outside dark, but it's not dark. It's actually light. So there's no good night. There's no night. It's light. It's holy. It's, it's, it's energizing. And after that, you're ready to have a beautiful Shabbos Shluf, a nice sleep, uh, a, restful, a restful, peaceful, and uh, energized sleep to get ready for the next event, which we Shabbos morning, which God willing, we'll speak about next week. Okay. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to first check on our chat if anyone is in, not really. So I will, what you can do, if anyone has a question who you, that you'd like to ask, you can either type it in the chat or you can unmute yourself um, and, uh, and ask the question. If you, if you can also put your hand up, there's a way to put your hand up on it um somewhere somehow and Rabbi, but Rabbi I'm happy to take yes who was that someone had a question uh what i might i might maybe i have to We can't hear you. Okay, I've, I've. We can't hear the rabbi. Oh, you can hear me now. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I've unmuted yes. everybody. Um. Let's see if that works. Any questions? That's really good. Like really interesting. Some of the background, some of the stuff that, even though we're keeping showers, just some of that background, you know. Uh, that that was like I found that really interesting like oh I didn't realize that like we started talking about which way is Jerusalem northwest like, northwest from from north from Sydney even even though you are a bit west from here but I think it's still northwest of Jerusalem um right. so, so yeah so you 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 can check that on your compass you face northwest yeah yeah we didn't we didn't know that I'm um I, I'm looking forward to the Saturday because that's where we tend to drop off. So I'm I'm looking forward to try and make Saturday better for us. Right. So I think we've sort of I think we've got Friday pretty good, but Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm looking forward. One step at a time. That'll be next week, God willing. Yeah, looking forward to doing better. So yeah, that that's that would be really good to get some better tips on how to start the day and, and move into the Saturday a bit right. more motivated. Great. Yeah, so Great. Good. We'll do that next week. Yeah. Any other questions? Yeah, so no, that, anything, anything at all is welcome. Um, I have a comment. Sure. Uh, Rabbi Moas, thank, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, I've been keeping Shabbos for, for many years, thank God. Mm -hmm. um, but I really enjoyed the idea of um you know it's always good to review it's always good to review and it's always good you know to look for something new and something different and i like the idea of you know so many times there are you there are so many blessings and so many miracles in your life and in little ways and in big ways and and they're they're so fleeting you know it's like it happened and you're overjoyed and then 
you know, you forget about it. Mm -hmm. And I like so much the idea of really bringing that into the Shabbos table and making that, uh, you know, either part of the discussion or even to reflect what actually happened to me during the week um, that made my that that made me aware that Hashem is always with me and guiding me and leading me in the right direction. So I really appreciated that, and I wanted to let you know. Great, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate that. Thank you. No, that's, yeah, that, that was some um, really good, really good. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? So there's no, there's no, there's no way that we could have the, um, like the songs are really good, but for us, like by the time we get halfway through them, we've sort of like, me smashing about three or four songs together <laughs> and there's just no there's just no way around being able to play that on Shabbos is there like there's just no way you have to be the music on Shabbos you can't you can't let somebody else be singing for you and your mishmashed song is the song <laughs> that Hashem wants that that is your song who says that we sing it right maybe you sing it right the, 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 the it's not it's not about imitating somebody else it's it, it, make your own song, and we'll talk more about the songs because there are beautiful songs uh, that we sing in shul. There, there, there are songs that you can learn. Just learn one, learn one, and and catch it, and then and sing it over and over. But there's no right or wrong way. You know, the fact that we sing it that way in shul is not because you have to. It's just that's that's how we do it. Um, so, but yeah, the, to 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 play for somebody else to be playing to be playing a recording. That's that's not your soul. It has to be come from your soul. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that's what we always laugh about. We never get the songs right, no matter how much we try. <laughs> no matter how much we try, we always make mistakes. That's fine. We all do. We all do. Sherry, I think. Sherry, did you say something? Oh, um, I just said thank you so much. I really enjoyed all of that, and um, I I didn't think of the fridge light. So that's one of many things which I've just been taking in so the <laughs> fridge light that's i'm aware of that now thank Good. you <laughs> if you need any technical help you know where to go <laughs> that was bronco saying call him yeah Hilton. that's right exactly that's who i would call you know there are fridges that have shabbos mode fisher Paykel, not advertising for them necessarily but just to mention that 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 fisher Paykel have a sabbath mode on the fridge so you can actually wow. you can actually set it that 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 it uh, the light automatically is off for Shabbos. The light I have on my fridge is I press the button on Friday afternoon and it comes back on Sunday morning. There you go. So yeah, yeah. but that's next, yes, next fridge. <laughs> next fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. No, that was really good. Really enjoyed Thank you. that. Thanks, Rabbi. Okay, yeah, great. Thanks. So, Thank as you. I said, any questions you have privately, you're very welcome to, to email them or, or text them or however we want to, to to me. Other than that, we will be back next week, God willing, same time, um, to continue to our next event. So have a great week mm -hmm. and have a great Shabbos this week. I hope uh, you can apply this and it can lift you to a new level. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna email us some um, links. Yes. Like, yeah, that would be really good, so that we can print out the bits that we're not doing that well yes. and, and try and improve on those. Yeah. I will. Is, I'll send. I'll send the links. Really yeah. No. That, that sounds good.
Yes. Uh, next week, do you send us an invitation again, or we can it's use the same, the same, it's the same one? Link, do... Exact same link. Just do the same thing again. I'll, I'll I can send a reminder if you want, but it's the same thing. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, and you'll go through um, the the bits that I still struggle with is the like. Um, you know, I guess the more technical aspects of the, the cooking stuff, you know, about, you know, you have your crock pot about can I add water and I still get a bit confused about why is it okay to do the dishes and, you know, where we're not supposed to work. I would have thought you'd leave the dishes till Sunday and it's those sort of more technical stuff that I get hung up on every yep. week, yep. you know. Why, why can I prepare a salad on Saturday but I can't cook and just... I've probably got that wrong too, you know, just those sort of things is what I get confused with, that it seems a bit contradictory mm -hmm. in, yeah. So that that's personally what I get hung up on with every week. Okay. So, yeah, you yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at some of those things as well. Yeah, yeah. I call it the more technical aspect. Yep. Yeah, no, it's very important. <laughs> it's very important to do that and we will. We'll, we'll include that. We'll include that as well next week. Okay. No, that sounds great. Okay. Great to see everyone. Thank you, Rabbi. Keep well. Thank you. Good night. All the Thank best. You. Good night. Bye.